Why don't we stand under the missile Palpatine? I'm Sam. I'm starting to rethink every wooden ornament nutcracker that I have ever bought. I'm Jackie. Well, at least the Lions won today. I'm Justin, and this is Elfman on Sticker Bandits. Hello and welcome to Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness, Christmas the podcast about mad mad for bad mad movie lovers. Soovy. This is Jackie and I am hijacking the uh, the You're beginning hijacking. again. Uh, hijacking. Yeah, hijacking, hijacking this uh, this beginning because I haven't done it in a while. That's, so that's, I wanted to. That's what happens when we're in the bedroom and you try to give me pleasure when your glasses aren't on. It's hijacking. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little high, yes. honey. A little high. <laughs> that's my elbow. <laughs> Just a bit outside. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, we are in the Christmas season, and holly jolly to you, and good Noeling, and uh, uh, what other cliche words do people say? The happy holidays, the merry Christmas, the war on Christmas, the war on Christmas is back. Uh I guess. Uh, but we are not partaking in the war on Christmas unless the war involves encouraging the watching and enjoyment of not good Christmas movies, which is many and deep. And we've been doing it for many years. And I will say the first to say, and probably not the first to say, because I think we said this last year, the pickings are getting slim. But uh, I think we've got a, another year of doing it. So this is the start. And I, uh, this is my pick. We'll see where we go from here. Damn. Elfman. Well, uh, Elfman, how about that, huh? Yeah, how about it? I didn't know this existed. Why would you? Uh, I, yeah, my mom watches this stuff on the Hallmark channel. I think this is a Hallmark movie? No, I don't. I, don't I actually... It wasn't. It was sort of independently made. It's actually uh, Ethan Wiley, the guy that wrote House and then wrote and directed House 2. Okay. All right. Uh, and also directed Children of the Corn 5. Ooh, that's one of them. Not an impressive list. Yeah. yeah, he directed this. So probably a hired gun situation because I think he'd got into TV after his limited run in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writer Richard Jeffries co-wrote Blood Tide, which is a big cult movie with uh, Nico Masterakis okay. of Zero Boys and that other one that we liked, so that Private Eye one that we did this year that was so much, or last year that was so much fun. Yeah. Um, we all know the name of that one. Yeah, I forgot. Yep. So much fun. It made my year <laughs> in review and I've forgotten it entirely. Nice. Here's to be in 40s. Yeah, he also wrote uh, Scarecrows mm -hmm. and The Vagrant with Bill Paxton and Colleen Camp. I didn't know that existed. I'm going to have to check that one Sounds out. like a Sam movie. Yeah. So, Jason Acuna, uh, a.k.a. Wee Man. Okay. What? Matata is. I mean, it's right there, dude. I got to take it. Oh. It's too easy. Slow hanging fruit. Dingle, dingle. Uh, well, he was the uh, subscription manager for the skate magazine Big Brother. Okay. All right. Which means he was also one of the talents for Big Brother because he was sure. a pro skater right. back then. Right. And uh, 
Big Brother would, of course, go on to make videos. The first Big Brother video is called Shit. And there's basically like clip video mixtapes of their shenanigans and skating Mm -hmm. and punkish rock kind of whatever music they're listening to among other employees and their uh, pro skaters that they know. Because Big Brother magazine isn't like uh, sponsoring people. They're shenanigans. They had so little money that Larry Flint just sort of bought him in 97 and said, take the nudity out. And they're like, whatever. Um, 99, I believe, was the first um, was shit, the video. And in, on the cover is actually uh, Jason Acuna in all blue body paint with nothing but a white background. Okay. It's a pretty good photo. And he's like super stacked in shape back then. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, those they would make others boob. Uh, there's one where the CKY videos are happening at the same time, which are like, Bam Margera doing video accompaniment to his brother's band. But then they get more and more shenanigan-y and Spike Jones becomes involved and gets everybody together. And the project is called Jackass. Did you know that Jackie? No, that's where Jackass came from. And it seems like the, the big brother people through the longevity of the Jackass project have, fared a lot better than the CKY people. And the CKY videos were a lot more batshit crazy. That was like, uh, can a man shit at full running speed kind of thing? Like, CKY were on level two. They were like, really? You're going to do that? Because that's drinking, barfing into a pint glass, and then just taking it right back down. That's in CKY three. It's disgusting. Uh, Also, a man can shit at full running speed. (laughs) Um, just, just for the Mythbusters out there. Just in case you were wondering. Yep. Don't need that one um, busted. We know. The truth is out there. Yeah. <laughs> the truth Ew. is out there. While being chased by a bus. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, that would make me shit just in general. <laughs> I, in fact, I call that shenanigans. That's scientific shenanigans, Sam. That's a... That's a... That's a... What is that? A variable that uh, is it a factor of the uh, experiment. Yeah. And I think the fun thing about Jackass Forever is that it's more like I haven't seen it yet. I will eventually watch it because I've watched all that shit eventually when I get to it. It's fun. Um, Sam's don't know that it'll ever hit that high of Butterbean kicking the shit out of Johnny Knoxville in the clothing store at the mall. I That shit was so funny because there's not any. They didn't even lead up to it. There's just like they don't say hi. They're nothing. It's just. Johnny Knoxville getting the shit kicked out of him in a mall store. The mall guy's like, what is happening? Okay. You didn't see that one? <laughs> I've no? seen good. it all. I've seen it all. I was in yeah. college. Uh, I loved it. And then I um, realized that I wasn't 21 anymore and I kind of moved on. Yeah. That's why I just watch it now when I get around to it. And usually the with the <laughs> jackass stuff. The stunts become more fucking dangerous. That's really all sure. that's happening. Like sure. they're getting, they're going to still give you a show. So good show, boys. But I think that the irony of the name might be that Jackass Forever is actually not Jackass Forever. It's like Jackass. We fucking quit because uh, Jason Acuna turned fifty this mm-hmm. year. Johnny Knoxville on an interview said that it, like started naming all of the broken things, and that his doctor was like. The next time that you break something like this, you're just going to die. 
Right. So you have to stop. You're a plastic man now. <laughs> yeah. He's uh he's he's also doing pretty good in television just in general. I think he's on a couple shows, but Jackie and I watched uh I think it's called Rerun. Uh, that was on uh, Hulu with oh, uh, reboot, reboot with uh, Keegan Michael Key and uh, uh, her. What's her name? She's the redhead. Uh, that's uh, the crazy lady on Archer. Oh God, I always face her name. Oh man, uh, she's great. Uh, Pam? Uh, no, not Pam. The other one, the the secretary. That's Nutty. Uh, uh, that's the c- top country singer in the world. She's an actress who's good at things, and I can't remember her name ever. Um. Yeah, it's, it's really good. So he's doing, he's got alternative avenues that he could take that don't involve getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, but at the same time that he could do nothing ever again. He's rich as shit. He did well. Too, they all too, did very yeah, well for themselves. All that shit, right? so. Yeah. Um, I think Jason Acuna, he did or does own a house here because here our seven degrees of separation is that Troy's brother's wife. Who? Troy's brother, who? Jonathan. Yeah, who are these people? His wife. You're not talking to me. People that we went to high school with. You're I'm not talking, talking to me. You. You're talking to the right. listeners. I know. That's okay. what the joke is. A guy I Troy's, know. Troy's brother's wife's sister mm-hmm. used to date him. Okay. All right. So he lives yeah. here in so St. Like Louis, Missouri. Him. Huh? No. This was, <laughs> this was 15 years ago. Okay. Nobody knows where you live. Nobody knows who Troy is, Sam. God damn it. But it's like we know him, basically, because our friend's brother's wife's sister made the sex to him. It's pretty much like we're tight. We can just hang out at any point. We go get tacos at his tacos place. If I actually knew him. I think he's in on the chronic tacos. I think he's one of the chronic tacos guys. Yeah, the chronic tacos that all of our listeners in California know all about. Yeah. That just sounds like diarrhea. Yeah, it sounds bad. Chronic it, tacos. It sounds, eat them and then make sure you drive straight home. It sounds like the thing you would have to eat before you had to test whether a man can shit and run at the same time. At full running speed. Yeah, at full running speed. Chronic tacos. That's how you get it done. We've done Jeffrey Combs recently enough that I feel like I mentioned that he's about to break 150 in terms of acting credits, but I'm thinking he's going to do it next year because he pulled six this year. Oh, wow. Good for six. him. Yeah. Good for him. Wow. I haven't seen him on yeah. any of the Star Trekkins lately, though. He's on, uh, what's that, after, the under card? the, no, the. Lower Decks? It's like the After Hours, the. After Hours. The animated one, yeah, I think. I think it's he does the Lower voice. Decks. I don't. I don't I Lower Decks. It. He's yeah. on Lower Decks. Okay. All right. That's why I don't didn't see him. It's a cartoon. It's just his voice, I think. Yeah, they did a, uh, uh, they did a, not to segue, but I got to bring this up, man. It was shit and it pissed me off. They did a uh, strange, Brave New Worlds, uh, Strange New Worlds, Strange New Worlds, uh, tie-in where like the crew goes down and they find this machinery and they push a button and zoom, cartoons come out. And it's the Lower Deck cartoons, but then it's the actors who are the lower deck people? Like they they became non ad they came live action and the crew had to figure out a way to get them back to into the multiverse because everything's fucking multiverse now. Thanks a lot, goddamn Marvel. Uh well, back in the, it was it was shit. It pissed me off. Oh, and they like started no, maybe that was a different episode where like they had uncontrollably singing and it was Star Trek the musical, and that pissed me off. But the rest of the show was good. Well, it also gives us that one thing that all of us Star Wars fans have been clamoring for for years is that 
we needed Star Wars to just be a little bit more like Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is Star Trek. Star Trek, whatever. Mm, ignorant. I'm fucking up. I'm bitch. fucking I'm stupid. As Jackie likes yep. to call it the Star Trek. No, I don't. <laughs> you see you see the offense that she took to that comment? No, I don't. <laughs> Which means yes, you do. <laughs> no, I don't. You did. You used to call it Star Trek. I did too, but then I turned like I eight. I did too. Yeah, you turned eight, Sam. <laughs> I turned eight. My mom's like, you know the difference between an E and an A, right? And I was like, so they're not on a track? <laughs> no. No. They're on a track. Well, what the fuck is that? It's like a journey. This makes way more sense. <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> I'm eight. I like I this understand. show. <laughs> this whole time I was like, it's bullshit. Where's the where's the little bars that they ride along on? <laughs> Ooh, okay. Uh, Mackenzie Austin is actually uh, has already broken 100 acting oh, credits, okay. which I am surprised. I didn't Mackenzie know that. Austin's Jackie, did you the little kid? Right? No, I don't he's know. The Mackenzie. dad. Okay. You know who Mackenzie Austin they, is? He right? looks familiar, but I couldn't place it. It's Sean Austin's brother, hmm. son yeah. of John Austin. Aston when he's the senior and Patty Duke. Okay. That's the other one. Name he's something been in... we know him from. Can you? Ah, no, because you guys didn't watch Last Days of Disco. It's probably one of his bigger movie performances. Yeah. He had a lead in a sort of when the white Jack London shit was exploding in the mid 90s mm-hmm. in a, a uh, sled dog race movie called Iron Will with him and Kevin Spacey. Okay. Which actually had a budget of twenty million, so wow. it probably didn't do very good. Because we've never. I remember heard watching of it. Iron Will. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. There you go. I thought he was decent out of everybody in this movie. Like he kind of like didn't belong. Yeah, Jeffrey Combs does belong, a lot of, but he does a lot of TV. But I don't watch any of the shows. I think Scandal's one of them that yeah. he's in. Okay. Right. Um, but you know he's solid. Yeah. It's just that. He's now just sort of getting his due in television more than uh, his brother got in all of the movies all of the time. Kind of like a shitty Martin Freeman. I, he's like he's like the poor man's Bruce Boxleitner is or what he is. Bruce Boxleitner, yeah. But yeah, with the ch- with a little bit more charm, a little bit more Martin Freeman charm. Yeah, and then somebody's out there listening, going, "The poor man's Bruce Boxleitner, but Bruce Boxleitner <laughs> is the poor man's." And I'm, no, he's not. And if you think that, watch the Scarecrow and Mrs. King. God damn go. it! Okay, you're thinking of Brian Bosworth. Uh, what about the girl. old lady? Oh yeah, she's big. she's big. I don't know who that is. I didn't even bother looking. An old lady that's in. She didn't have a yeah. The guy that plays the Santa Claus is a guy that played Santa Claus in this movie. Okay. And some other stuff. He didn't even play Santa Claus. Like all of his cast photos are like, cast me for Santa Claus. And that only happened once. (laughs) (laughs) Time for a new agent, bud. (laughs) I'm on my sixth. (laughs) Yeah. Both of the kids, uh, Blake Kaiser being the boy and Mm -hmm. uh, Carly Robel being the girl didn't really. They kind of flamed out. I think he might actually be starting to try to work behind the camera now. But. They didn't really have careers. Because this is which, a 2012 movie, so sometime. Yeah. Later. Lastly, <laughs> the love interest, Morelli Taylor, mm-hmm. is in fact not Emmy Rossum. No, she wasn't? Huh. Because I was like, 
Emmy Rossum, oh man, she was she had to slum it before Shameless happened. And I looked it up, I'm like, that is not Emmy Rossum. How about that? Yeah, 20, uh, Emmy Rossum was in 2012, which was in 20, no, she was in uh, the one before that. Uh, day before, after tomorrow. The day before, two days after tomorrow. Yeah, so she was around before 2012. Did. Yeah. Yeah. And this isn't her. This isn't she her. just looks uncannily like Emily Rossum. Yeah. A bit. A bit. And is in some other Christmas movies. Yeah. And yeah. some yeah, other she, shit. She, she belongs sucks. in this movie as well. She fits. Yes. That is all I have about this movie. Excellent. Let's move on to Jackie. I have no questions for you, but I'd like to get your opening statements on this movie. Um, my favorite character was the grandma. Okay. Um, I liked the little wooden doll. Because, hmm. you know, I like wooden Christmas stuff. I like German and Dutch Christmas stuff. Um, I would really like to see... A solar chip the size of a credit card that could power my house. That would be nice. Um, I'll put that on your wish end. list for Christmas. Uh, now, it be, before we started this movie, uh, you found out that Wee Man, uh, the Hakuna Matata guy, was in this. Uh, Chris Chris Hakuna? Is that Chris Hakuna? Jason. Jason Hakuna. Uh, that you did not like Wee Man. Now, I'll ask you, is that because you're a heightist? No, I just I've only seen him in Jackass stuff. You just don't like the Jackass. I do like Jackass, <laughs> but you just don't like Wee Man. I just don't like Wee Man. I just kind of felt like every time he got involved, it just got really dumb. Okay, I will. And so, like, he brought the mood down of craziness, and so I don't like him because you think that maybe his the people surrounding him were heightists and were exploiting. His little manness via the name Wee Man instead of Jason Hakuna Matata. <laughs> See? So you actually do like Jason Hakuna. You just don't like Wee Man because it's Heidus. You're anti Heidus. No, oh, I just God don't think he's funny okay, right. or entertaining. Right. I will. Sort of agree that the bit where he jumps out of the luggage and chases the other guy got old after like the mm -hmm. second time and they yeah. did it like 10 more times, I right. think. Right. But it was a fan favorite because of that one was genuinely spontaneous. Uh, like no one knew what was going to happen. And so the, the actual bystanders are generally very surprised. And if you're watching the reactions to it, it's kind of funny versus watching a tired old bit that's like a beating a dead horse but the people that don't know it's going to happen sometimes react well to it yeah i've just seen enough weird stuff in my life that uh if that happened at lambert airport uh while i was checking out i'd be like okay can i get my can i get my stuff now i just don't care anymore i've just i've seen it all i've seen everything so i don't is my latte yeah. ready yet yeah i i just i just don't care about weird shit that's happening around me anymore yeah, especially when you realize that some person has made a fort out of the chair that they're supposed to be sitting in, but mm -hmm. they've laying on the floor with the blanket over them, and they're reading a book in there because they have a flashlight, and you can hear them eating chips. And you're like, so you're nine, and you built yourself a fort, mm -hmm. and then they get up, and they're like 52 years yeah. old. 
uh, pretty much my chips were cashed on having seen it all, and I can't be shocked anymore. After uh, one night at a bar, Jackie and I overheard an old lady say to a very drunk man, take me to the junkyard and you can take my picture. That was it. Like, she was getting sexy and said, let's go to the junkyard so you can take my picture. Like, she was going to get on top of tetanus-ridden cars in her old lady underwear. I was done. I I could not be shocked anymore. That was it. And since then, nothing has ever surprised me. Uh, And, uh, you know, the jackass just can't do anything for me. So that's why I switched to the Nitro Circus. Their stunts are better. So Yeah, I feel like the the most shocked I've been in... The last 20 years is that movie executives thought it would be a good idea to have baby spice shit off the side of a log in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that was shocking to me. Really? I wasn't shocked. I wasn't shocked at all. I wasn't shocked by the act. I was just like, really? Men in ties, dude. They'll do anything. Okay. Let's do this. Uh, Elfman currently streaming on Tubi TV and probably the other free ones. Um, All right. So what we've got here is we've got two precocious little scamps, Casey and Ryan. Uh, they live with their dad, who is a budding uh, inventor. Uh, what I mean, he works. Does he work at a home, or does he have a job, or what? It was what's his? They call him professor, so I think he he must work for a university. Okay. And he's doing research and development in his attic. Okay, all right. So he's uh, doing the good work. Yeah, trying to make the world a better place via his scientific brain and his cool construction erector set in his attic and he manages to pull it off uh it's christmas time he uh we should mention obviously because it's a christmas movie and uh the kids are getting the house ready for for grandma to come over and santa to show up and everything and he's upstairs inventing the microchip that jackie brought up earlier it's about the size of a credit card and somehow it can power an entire house. I'm pretty sure that's a floating bridge plate to a guitar bridge. Okay. So it moves around <laughs> a little bit. You put it inside of a, a larger set and then the saddles go on top of that. Okay. And that's what those were. I couldn't figure out what else it would be. And the two rods that were next to it were like, do they just, that's part of a guitar. Mm. Maybe, maybe not. I couldn't. Um, Thought it was a my, plate. During the beginning here, I was like, I bet this girl doesn't win an Oscar when she was running the blender. It was like all of the magic of Christmas was inside that blender. Did you see her face? Oh, yeah, man. She was loving making that eggnog. <laughs> and I mean, the kids are good, too, in this movie. Like the, a lot of the reviews on this movie are all oh, the bad, terrible, bad acting. And I was like, dude, have you seen another one of these types of movies? They are way worse. Everybody in this film appears to be having a very good time yeah. making this film. And they're doing this in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want? You got sh- They filmed this in two weeks. They film all of these in two weeks. That's why there's no more than X amount of cast. I, I watched the credits. I counted. Names that would be crew on set when shooting. I do not feel that that number ever exceeded the number 15. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah these are slim projects, Jackie. Uh, anyways. So uh, dad's invented cold fusion and he calls his boss and his boss doesn't care because of chicks uh, <laughs> who actually they're not chicks. They are straight up horse. <laughs> yeah. The thirsty girls aren't that 
hot. Those are prostitutes. Those are prostitutes. The look of this guy. He's uh He's not. It's actually John Hansard, who's a character actor. He's probably busting in around 100 credits, too. Uh, you've seen him before. You just, he's always fat, gross guy. Okay. Um, but yeah, the two thirsty girls with him are definitely pros. Yeah, yeah. So he can't be bothered. Well, and they call attention to it, right? Because he's like, the patent office isn't even open tomorrow. And he's like, Merry Christmas. And then they're like, ho, ho, ho. Right? They say ho, Ooh, ho, ho. Yeah. <laughs> Confirmation. Uh, a little something for the adults in this one, you know. It's a family yeah. movie, but you got to sneak some dad jokes in there. Dad loves horrors, basically, is what <laughs> <laughs> the movie industry tells us. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Grandma is taking her sweet-ass time getting there, and I would, too, if I was driving her $90,000 car. She's got an old freaking, like, 35 Buick. I couldn't tell if it was a Buick or a DeSoto or what was going on yeah, it's, there. It's, and it's in mint condition. I would like, no, you come get me. This thing isn't coming out of the garage. It also looked like that was the bridge from Beetlejuice, but I'm pretty sure it's not. Nah, there's there's wooden bridges all over. The there's road. wooden bridges. The bridges of Madison County. Yeah, that's that's where this after is. she After she drives slowly for, you know, two days to get eight <laughs> mm-hmm. blocks. Um she gets in the bathtub with the guy who rubs on her and everybody throws their cash at it. Yeah, it's uh, the funny thing is over the river and through the woods to grandma's house we go is actually a two uh, part uh, song. There's the one we're all familiar with. And then the other, which is over the river and through the woods to the grandkids house we go, which is like a slow uh, Viking dirge. Yeah. That's why we don't sing Could it. Could you sing us a little, uh, a little bit yeah, of it? Yeah, hold on. Let me. <clears throat> <laughs> and then it just goes on from there. Just. <clears throat> okay, so uh, she's taking her sweet ass. Uh, uh, the daughter, uh, Casey, she pulls a uh, little elf doll out of a box and. Uh, uh, she's like, what's this? And he's like, oh, I had that when I was a kid. Okay, well, here's for plot. We'll bring it up now. Uh, finally, Grandma arrives. Dad's like, oh, shit, the ham. I got to go into town and pick up the dinner ham. Sorry, kids. You have to decorate the house and uh, take care of Grandma uh, while I'm gone. So, But they kind of produce Grandma as like kind of a badass because they do that whole getting out of the car feet thing. Mm-hmm. Where she has her walker down, and then you see her orthopedic shoes hit the pavement, like yeah, badass grandma. They do. They they pan up to the beat down cam. They employ the beat down cam a lot in this. I enjoyed that. Jackie, did grandma's sensual or uh, sensible shoes make you uh, make you a little excited inside? Yeah, like I really want to know what brand they were, <laughs> so I could go and rush out and get a pair. Uh, just if you're a new listener, you probably don't know this, but I am infatuated with what old people like because it's usually very comfortable and sensible, um, sensible Jackie. Yeah. And, you know, like I drive a Lincoln because that's an old person car and it's got comfort and style. Well, and it's got big buttons. Comfort. So it's easy for me to figure out how to use it. It is the jitterbug. It's of like cars. a jitterbug. Yeah. yeah. It's like a jitterbug car. And I love it. <laughs> It's got Fox News Radio, just a big four-inch by four-inch button. 
the sink the sink is I, Ford sink is prepared to have only one thing that it answers to, which is what? <laughs> now playing Fox News Radio. I think you missed something that, that maybe sensual shoes or should be a thing. Like instead of the mm. air bubbles in the heel, you have an erogenous zone. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. I'm but sure that one was going to land harder. Yeah. Well, you know, there's those people that have the foot fetish. Maybe the, uh, you know, maybe there is something like that. Sensual shoes. Instead of instead of the little pump at the top of the tongue, there's just a nipple <laughs> that you can play with. <laughs> or maybe the tongue is an actual tongue. Gene Simmons tongue. Yeah, right. Mm. Tickle those toes, baby. Get that jam. <coughs> Find, it's like, you know, finding the little man in the boat, but. Find the present between my in my toe. Get cleavage. the toe jam. Yeah, get my toe jam. I don't know why do people you like feet? Tickle the toes, baby. Get that jam. Get that jam. That's gross. <laughs> They're the ones licking <laughs> the feet, dude. Not me. I don't know why they do it. Seems weird. I mean, is it the same people that like the ball smashing? Like step on my balls? Like I do, doubt do it. Like Maybe the, I don't get the feet thing, but people like the feet <laughs> thing. Whatever. Um. Stan's off into town to get the ham. Uh, the kids have been given a fruitcake from Grandma. It's like their 80th uh, fruitcake. I don't know how they've amassed such a collection of fruitcake because Ryan only seems like he's about 10. The one that they have here is big, and it's a puppet because mm-hmm. it goes, right, Yeah, so I'm a monster yeah. fruitcake. The other ones seem to be pound cakes. Yeah, pound cakes. Yeah, Bunt? Bunt? Bunt cakes? Mm-hmm. And no, they're all fruitcakes, but she's made an especially big one this year. Yeah, because there's no... I'm guessing this is the first year without mom. <gasps> oh, yep. we didn't mention these kids so have I no have, goddamn mom. I, do you know what happened to mom? I assume she went out for smokes no. and never came back. No, I believe she was the killed by the TX-175. <laughs> She's like, he says, just hold it. Just hold it for a second. And it zaps into her eyes and her body just liquefies and she barfs out her own organs mm-hmm. onto his face. Okay. Yeah. He's like, oh, my God. And the kids run up and they're like, what's all over you? And he's like, it's your mom. <laughs> and that's why they wore safety glasses when they tested the TX-180. Say no. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, I'll, I'll, we'll go with that because they don't even, they don't explain what happened to mom. But uh, yeah, so they stuff this fruit cake in a fruit cake locker that they've got. Uh, Dad gets in, distracted in town by Christmas, but he's also being stalked uh, by a, a, a florist van. We see that uh, you know. Okay, uh, and then he goes into the ham shop or the butcher, and he cuts in line in front of all these other people who are also just trying to go home and have a sweet, delicious Christmas Eve dinner with their family. But he's like, oh, no, I'm the big shot professor in veteran town, and I got a crush on that lady, so I get to go ahead and yell you guys. That's crushing the true spirit of Christmas into the dirt. We'll see if this movie can recover it. Uh, but there he meets the hottest chick in town who has no... Uh, Plans for Christmas Eve, which I call bullshit on. There's no way that, that she's single. There's no way. She's freshly divorced, had to move back into town, lives with her dad who owns uh-huh. the butcher shop. Uh-huh. Uh, all of the people here should have gotten their meats the two days ago, at least. Um, 
But no, they're all last minuteing it uh, at the butcher shop. The line is extremely long. There should just be a line of single dads. Line of single dads, dude. There's no way that this chick is single on Christmas Eve. She's already got plans. Like she had plans four weeks ago. The yeah, town's too small to accommodate a lady this attractive. And I'm not saying like she's a smoke show or anything, but this is a small town. It's farms. Yeah. And uh, downtown has like, uh, it's all cutesy and mid-America cutesy stuff. It, it just doesn't work. She's not single. No. So what do you guys think? Would I make it as a single lady in a small town? Make it like as in you're going to survive? Like you. Like- like you, they're you not die going and to I have to move. you. What do you mean, make it? What's your what's am I gonna make it? Like, it's not fucking most dangerous game, Jackie. What's your what's the end? Yeah, where's the bar? Is the top <laughs> of the bar riches? Is it Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated? <laughs> <Right>. I mean, <laughs> am I gonna make it out of here? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All these sons of bitches are coming for me. I'm gonna have to like get m- m- cover yourself in mud and like put the camo under your eye. What are you talking about? <laughs> if you're asking like, that if somehow you're tragically widowed and end up in a very small town, if the townies are going to make advances to you, the answer is yes, you're the new person. You will be descended upon by all of the townies. Excellent. Good to know. Until they hunt you for your skin, and then you got to lube yeah. up in mud and get the green thing under your eyeballs and make booby traps. I, after that, I don't that sounds, know if you're going to make it. That sounds terrible, Justin. Don't die. Yeah, I don't know. And if just you're, remember, you don't want to work at the local market or grocery store. You want to get up to that top tier small town job, which is uh, answering the phone at the lumber yard. Mm. Okay. What happens? Okay, then? that sounds good. Because then at least you'll meet working men. Yeah, I don't want to meet the bums that are not on social food security. Stamp, food stamp jackasses, right? Okay. All right, yeah, not yeah, a lot of no, none of those not guys. A lot of welfare, government cheese suckers go into lumber mills. <laughs> Just all the employees. Okay, <laughs> all right, and people that need lumber, and people that need lumber. Okay, so uh, he gets the ham and some pork. <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. Her dad. To... I don't think it's. It, we're just gonna pretend that this is her dad and that she's divorced and this no, is just he's a bad Jewish. phase in her life. He's Jewish. She is not. It's not her dad. He married a uh, a An genteel Italian lady. Yeah, who has no clue when Hanukkah is. She didn't anyway. grow up with it. This is a new relationship. You you would okay, if she loves her daddy so much. That's not her dad, but it's what I will tell you is that it's not a very good owner of a butcher shop mm-hmm. because he's like, you can leave, and the line's like 100 miles like long, 100 and everybody's like, no, she can't, and also, you should be helping some of us, you old bastard. Also, you should have got these pre-orders done, like, three or four days ago. It's fucking Christmas Eve. You should be closed. Well, no, that's the thing. That's why he gets to go to the front. He had a pre-order. She's like, do you know what you want? And they're like, no. So there's all these assholes just standing around, getting in each other's way, getting in each other's mix, stink eyeing each other, even though they don't know what they want because they don't want to get cut in front of, but they don't really know what they want, so they're just all assholes. Right. Okay. Yeah, screw this town. <laughs> and they're like, you, you don't know what you want either. And he's like, no, actually, I have a pre-order I teach at college. 
Well, Dad. So what Sam's saying is that only the educated uh, pre-order their hams. Oh, okay. I, no, just in this in this instance, the professor has pre-ordered his ham. Okay. Okay. Speaking of the professor, he has been kidnapped now after getting his ham and asking Amy out on a date. Uh, we'll see what that's all about. But at, back at the house, kids have been sent to bed. Grandma has called it. She's ready to drink some brandy and eggnog and fall asleep. Uh, but she first finds the elf and she's like, oh, that's uh, that's was made by or given to your great grandfather and passed on down to your dad. And now it's yours, daughter, youngest daughter. Hey, wait a minute. So, I mean, good for her. I'm not saying that it should <laughs> automatically go to the kid, but in a normal movie, it goes to the oldest boy, right? Normally? Normally? Who wouldn't want one of those? A creepy little doll, me. It's very Gilgamesh-y. Yeah, yeah. I would want that. I just bought a wooden donkey ornament at the German market this weekend, and I love it. So if they would have had one of those weird-looking dolls, I probably would have bought that, too. <clears throat> Yay. <laughs> That's where my money goes. Hooray. Sorry, retirement. We got trinkets. <laughs> so uh, she tries to give it to the girl, and the girl's like, oh, really? I'd rather have a mom. Uh, these jokes are working hard. Hard working jokes right here. It's a hard working joke. Yeah, yeah. It wears a steel hard hat. Yeah, it wears a steel hard hat. It lives and, uh, at the moment. You, you elites and don't appreciate them. You uh, skip right past them. You fly over these jokes on your way to sunny California. You fucking Ooh. fancy pants. Just don't like my hard working jokes. <laughs> Meanwhile, since it's been so long. God damn it. I believe Amy has gone to the bar. Amy is like, yeah, let's go. I, where is she going? Like, there's like four hours before she shows up. There's no other way. I think she stayed at work. Well, keep this wholesome. She didn't go to the bar, yeah. bang in the bench seat of a 74 Dodge mm -hmm. that's got 38-inch tires on it. Right. Clean herself up in the bathroom and then head to Christmas. Okay. Let's not rule it out, though. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> We're not saying one way or the other. <laughs> okay. um, so the daughter, she uh, presented with the doll, learns that she can have a Christmas wish, and she wishes that she would have a happy family again. Because uh, I guess it's not happy because mom's got gooified, but well, I mean, I'm with her right like here. That bad off. Her mom's dead. Her dad went out for a ham and didn't come back. Mm -hmm, yeah. This Christmas, her grandma's like, here's some slop, and it looks gross, and go to bed at eight. Mm -hmm. This Christmas sucks. Yeah, but she doesn't wish for a better Christmas. She wishes for a happy family again. So, yeah, like, today's not great, but what happened to the three other 364 days where we were like, Watching Nickelodeon cartoons together as a family, and I made you guys pizza, and we all laughed. Oh, and we built a puzzle, and all those great times that we had together. Because the dad seems like he's actually pretty goddamn good dad. Yeah. So fuck off, little girl. Jesus. Well, you're you're missing the second part of the wish, which is that her dad would come home. Okay. Got held up in traffic. I mean, God, I haven't gone that long. The boys wanted me to come in and have a drink with them at the the drunk 38-inch wheel Dodge 
truck bar and uh, was looking for Amy, but she I couldn't find her. Somebody said she was just recently there, but uh, yeah. The name of the bar in this town is the Double Barrel Double E's Auga. <laughs> Barely fits on the sign. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Santa, he lands up on the roof. And uh, yeah, Santa's in this movie. And uh, Elfman, uh, he's he's tired of helping. He's like, God, I do all this shit for Santa, and I get no thanks, and I want a promotion, and uh, always be closing, or Glenn, Gary Glenn Ross, that's the attitude he's got. And um, so, uh, Santa. You skipped over the best part. Yeah. He is the reindeer pooper scooper oh, yeah, guy. Yeah. Well, he's not a scooper. He's a, a reindeer poop basket applier. Catcher of the poo. Yeah. Also, did the reindeer eat beanie weenies? Because they've is, got digestive they, problems. The reindeer always have farts in all of the movies. Name a time where the reindeer are on a house in the modern age of film where they don't have gas. I don't know, but these sounds that they're making, there's a lot of churning and bubbling like it's Mr. Coffee. Like, I don't think it's going to be solid. What do this rain- is a bad flight for Santa. What do, what do reindeer eat in nature, hey? Just grass. Grass and hay. What do magical reindeer eat? Gumdrops? Beanie weenies. Beanie weenies. That's what they're eating. God damn it, You Santa. know what they eat based off last year. They eat hay that has gold dust in it. Okay. Cocaine. Yeah. Right. Gives them the farts. I mean, I guess it checks out. But uh, maybe maybe stop it, Santa. Anyways, uh, Santa, he finds uh, the little girl. She's crying in her sleep. Her her life sucks so bad. She's cried herself to sleep and she's then not, continued to cry. Yeah. Can't even. She's crying so hard. She doesn't even notice that Santa's, Santa's looking in on her. Hello, little girl. <laughs> Fruitcake. <laughs> <laughs> My mom was liquefied by science! <laughs> <laughs> boop, boop, boop. She liquefied me with science. Yeah. Good thing Santa's got an elf on the shelf for this problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Dad, he's been dadnapped by Jeffrey Combs and his two buddies because uh, they're wanting the chip. Somehow... I, I guess his boss got so drunk with those whores that they weren't actually whores. They were honeypots. This is corporate espionage. And, and yeah, Putin's got some honeypots in on this. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to put this. These are, these are Putin's girls. That's why they're so okay. goddamn hot. You th- I think Putin's got better men than Jeffrey Combs and these guys, though. Yeah, but that's why these are just sort of middling <laughs> Putin honeypot espionage hookers. Okay, so so Putin gets the word. But that uh, the word was intercepted also by uh, the leader of, let's say, Uganda and the Ugandans hire Jeffrey Combs and company. No, I just think that Putin has so many independently operating fake hookers that uh, these are the two that got onto this scheme. Okay, that's fine. But how does Jeffrey Combs and his company find out about the chip? At some point, those hookers had to tell somebody up the food chain on the way to Putin. That got intercepted, and they're so inept that I can only assume that it's Ugandans. They were that they were hired directly by the mid-level Putin hookers. These guys, the yeah, the mid-level Putin hookers are now in charge of Operation Get the the thing that's going to revolutionize the world to Putin. They're, they're freelancing. 
I think they're going to be dead, man. You can't do that in Putin's organization. You know better than that. Everybody else was busy because it's Christmas Eve, so you get these guys. No, no, man. There's freaking leg breakers. There's like a line of guys. Like Pergosian, he would have, like, come on, man. No way. I think you are. I'm going to tell you right now that these guys were not Russian because they didn't have tracksuits on. That's right. That's right. That's what I'm saying. This message got intercepted. They're all freelancers. You can't have Putin doesn't have freelancers, Sam. No, I'm talking <laughs> about the guys. Chip. Jeffrey Combs, he's a freelancer. How did they hear about the chip? He's got a Putin scanner. A Putin scanner. <laughs> <laughs> God, if the only the U.S. government had one of those, I think we're it's called Google. <laughs> did a guy invent cold fusion in a solar cell? Yes, he lives here. Huh. Chat GPT really is something else. Yeah. <laughs> what do they know about me? Um, all right. So he's wanting the chip. And uh, Elfman, he's fallen out of the sleigh on top of the house. Santa has ditched him, flied off into the sky. And uh, now he's stuck there. But he's got like a little gizmo that's going to radar Santa back. And he's waiting on it. Whatever. Um, the robbers, they see the elf because they've gone back to the house. They go get the chip. Uh, tell us where it's at we're gonna go in and get it but they see the elf and they're like oh they've got a troll patrol they think he's a troll and i think that mm-hmm. they're crazy because he clearly is not a troll if they see a troll that is not a troll but then we should also mention that we man has hair in this movie which is kind of weird yeah it's done specifically to curl around his ears and make it to where they don't have to make a makeup scene yeah there's no makeup scene so Everything gets to move a little bit faster. Wigs. Okay. Wigs in Hollywood and the convenience therein. Um, Mickey Jeffrey Coombs in this scene reveals that he's a former Navy SEAL Mm -hmm. who was going clandestine into East Germany Mm -hmm. with a team of eight. And they encountered a troll and he was the only one that made it back. Hmm. He's also on, he's not even on 11. Jeffrey Combs is on like 13 in any scene that he's in. It's kind of great. Yeah, yeah, he's way over the top in this one. Uh, I don't get the troll thing. Who, who do you run into? Angela Merkel? hey The troll under the bridge, Billy Goat Guff. Gruff. Was that German folklore? Yeah, the three brother goats that have to go over the bridge and Billy Goat Gruff is underneath there and he wants to eat all of them uh-huh. and he has to answer the riddles to get his brothers back uh-huh. because they didn't answer right and so they are going to be a uh, troll stew. Okay. I didn't ask what the story was. I've heard it. I asked if it was German. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I think it's a dumb joke. Anyway, they're like, ah, troll, flee. Let's go. Let's go set up headquarters at this barn over here. Uh, so Elfman, he's magicked his way into the house and he's changed the gross cookies to good cookies, which then they become gross cookies later. I don't know if his power weighs off, wears off. Uh, but the kids, they hear him breaking in. So they attack him. They dive him into the Christmas tree. The Christmas tree is destroyed and they wake up grandma and she comes down and she hits him in the face with a frying pan. Actually, she doesn't come down. She's at the top of the stairs when she hits him in the face with a frying pan. 
She sleeps with a frying pan. You know what that frying pan is, Sam? What? It's her bedpan. Ooh, he got poop on him. <laughs> Why else would she have a frying pan in her bed? <laughs> she also pan. sleeps sitting up like it's going to help her not die. <laughs> She's also Maybe she has s- sleep apnea. Oh. Didn't explain the frying pan. A lot of old people. So when I was younger, I was taught to sleep with weapons to defend yourself. So I I had a knife that I slept with. And then if I couldn't find a knife, then I had like a rolling pin or. A frying pan. You know, whatever was handy. A frying pan. I went to sleep with a frying pan one time. Once again, I would like to issue issue (laughs) my uh, call for help. Please, please, I'd sleep with a small Rambo figurine beside me, not for protection, just so I could set him aside and then go for the balls. <laughs> okay. All right. So the dabbers, they take dad to this barn and they start planning what they're going to do. The heist uh, elf man, he wakes up and says uh, he's he, he made the toy elf and he at some point put his when he made it. He put the power of wish inside of it, which seems counterintuitive to the character itself up to this point, but whatever. Uh, so the girl girl was, wishes to get dad back, and he says, I can do that. Uh, Amy's at the door, because she finally showed up, goddamn. Uh, and she's like, I brought cold cuts, but they're not cold cuts. They're cold cut it off pig's feet. Mmm. Everyone likes gross food except these kids. And the kids aren't any better at it because I saw what she put in that shake. That's true. How about being a little less choosy there, Casey? Would you eat a cold pig's feet, Sam? I've had pickled pig's feet. Not pi- it's okay. These weren't pickled. These were not pickled. These were just cold pig's feet. Uh, you can't. You have to cook them or cure them or something, right? I think you're probably cured. She's a butcher. She knows what she's doing. I don't know. I thought those look like they're going to be ham hocks and like, I don't know. Didn't look good. Didn't look good. <laughs> I know Jackie wouldn't eat them. I might taste them. Uh, yes, I would. You would? Yes. Wow. That's interesting. Also, the kid, uh, Ryan, mm-hmm. he's a douche. Yeah, he's a bit movie. of a douche. Mm-hmm. He like takes her coat and then just drops it. Yeah. Like. Fuck you, lady. You're not Bitch. my mom. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing here trying to stick your tongue in my dad's throat? Fucking cut you with a frying pan. Hope you turn into goo and spray on my dad's face. Yeah. Whore. <laughs> Whore. She's like, you're not a half of it. It's just, it's just got spit roasted in a power wagon. <laughs> you ever met Country Jim? <laughs> He's really gross, but I screwed him. <laughs> All right. They hide uh, the elf band in the shower and make him pretend he's dead. Uh, singing up there. And uh, uh, poor Amy. She's tortured by grandma and the kids to eat gross food and drink gross stuff. And she almost chucks. And uh, they're like, dude, you brought raw pig's feet, whatever. And the nabber, they get one of the. Oh, this is so stupid. The nabber gets pulled over. One of the nabbers, the big guy. Uh, driving the van because he's got to go into town and get troll off and uh, 
he confesses to everything, and the cops like, "Ho ho ho! You got me! Ho ho ho! You have a good day." And he yeah. drives off. Uh, Officer Schlub. Yeah, Officer Schlub. <sighs> then there's also a French nabber, and uh, he pretends to be an electrician, so he goes into the house. He says a line that I had to write down because it is actually a well-written line. He said, perhaps you didn't know, I am the world's most recognized uh-huh. master of disguise. Which which means that you suck at it. Right. And no kid watching this movie got at all. Did not get that joke. So I don't know about that. <laughs> I got yeah. it. I caught it. I saw it, Sam. Uh, so Amy and the kids, uh, they go to investigate uh, these door opening sounds because they hear the guy going upstairs. They all know that there's an electrician. Wait, on Christmas Eve, we must be paying him a lot. And they hear him opening doors and they're like, what? That's not what electricians do. It kind of is. Well, he broke the lock is what they heard. Yeah, but all they hear is the door opening. They don't hear like click, yeah. click. Oh, shit. Jesus. Fuck. I didn't. Sorry. I broke the door. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Elfman is in the bathroom pretending to be dad by mm-hmm. just steaming things up and doing a shitty job singing. Right. So Amy and the kids, they go to investigate these door opening sounds and they see, well, Amy sees Elfman. Uh, she chases him upstairs and he attacks the Frenchie and they both go flying out the window and... Uh, Rushed it. They, Amy runs, rushes downstairs, and she nabs Elfman. But I guess the Frenchie got away, even though he didn't have the power of magic to save him from gravity. Well, he only got dropped on some leaves, so he's fine. Ah, nice. Light, light. The, the rake stabbed him in the yeah. kidneys. Right. Leaves breaking the fall. So he tells Amy everything, and uh, that he's an elf man, and that... Uh, yeah, dad got kidnapped, and they see the van at the barn, and so Elfman decides that he's going to go free dad solo. Going to Elfman out. Yeah. Well, he's like, this is an easy wish. I'll just run over there and unnab this guy. He does halfway decent. Uh, his first bad choice is to try to saw through rope. Right. You could have untied it like way faster. Yeah. Or just lifted it straight up. Right. Because when you tie someone up like that, they can really get out pretty easily. He was wiggling it's around like pretty good the whole time. Those ropes were tight. Yeah. Damn you. Uh, but yeah, he, he fails. Uh, he gets chased out and he has to uh, churn the mountainside into a ski run. So that he can snowboard his way down, which was very delightful to my 10-year-old son. So that worked. Um, Having the wee man do wee man things. Mm -hmm. Hey, Jason, go shred the gnar. And he's like, that I can do. (laughs) And the kids go, ha, ha, ha. There's a little guy on a snowboard. He, he, he. Because they're assholes. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's shredding it pretty good. Oh, he's a great shredder of gnar, dude. Oh, yeah. He's one of the world's finest. Yeah. The kids are like, oh, that's so silly because they can't do that because they're little and I want to punch every single one of them. <sighs> Heightists. 
What, just because you can't snowboard and you're the same height? Because you you have no talent or even a fully functioning brain, children? God damn it. Little assholes. Uh, anyways, so he, Wee Man gets back. Elfman, sorry. And he's like, I can't do it. Uh, I quit. I found him. That's good enough. You guys are on your own. I'm going to go wait for Santa because this is not my thing. Because I guess he fails because he keeps tr- picking up weapons and they keep turning into candy because that's his magical power. It's the power of elf Christmas elves. He's been um, he's not really ready for this. And so anytime he gets startled, his elf magic goes off mm-hmm. and it does what elf magic should do is turn things into delightful items. Right. Like lollipops and toys. It's like, God damn it. I had a freaking Ruger and it turned into a bunch of licorice. He's like the Green Lantern. Yeah. Yeah. The one with takes a hammer and turns it into a giant fist. (laughs) You're like, man, Kyle Rayner was so much more imaginative. (laughs) Giant fist. God damn it. Uh, So the kids, they plan to make him a costume to give him confidence. If, If he feels that he is a superhero, like Superman, he will be able to rescue dad and fulfill his destiny. And for the second time in however many episodes, so like the wind. <laughs> uh, Amy, she slides out on the roof uncomfortably, lodging her underwear very firmly in her ass crack. And hmm. uh, she's not wearing underwear. That's right. 38 Dodge is where they're at. Or 38 inch tire Dodge. 74. Yeah, 74. Yeah. That's where those are hanging from the mirror. Uh, she gives the costume to him and uh, then she slides back. <laughs> this is mm. a weird scene. Like I was so, like, I wanted to make jokes about stuff, but my son's there. I'm like, don't shoot this because it's, it's again, low hanging fruit. And I can't make these jokes to my wife. My son's there. I go. Oh, yeah. I bet you she liked that rooftop pretty good. <laughs> I can't do it. It's like, the elf man's like, isn't that, aren't those shingles rough on your unpantied privates? And she's like, you've never had sex with Townie Jim or whoever <laughs> you called him. <laughs> that guy's got gravel in his pants. <laughs> and the VD. Yeah, because of the VD. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So the nabbers, they find mistletoe. Which they somehow make the connection that that's his kryptonite. They even say that, you know, mistletoe is an elf's kryptonite. Why? Why? Because kissing. But why, though? Actually, kissing helps, so it's yeah, not Yeah, kissing that. helps. Why? It doesn't make any goddamn sense. We hang up mistletoe at Christmas time when the elves do their thing. It doesn't make it doesn't check out. It's stupid. Nobody has the theory. Jackie doesn't even want to bother. She's mostly just I mean, staring if, at corgis. If Trolloff now works on leprechauns, then mistletoe. Okay. Seems like they're getting. It's a key ingredient in Trolloff. Getting uh, fast and loose with the Christmas rules here. I don't know. Meanwhile, Dad has escaped, and he just goes home. Uh, the nabbers, they pull up. So the family locks the doors. 
They're going to barricade themselves in. And the kids are like, fuck that, dude. We're doing Home Alone shit. So they start chucking cakes at uh, the people, bonking them on the head. And Grandma finds the cakes. And she's like, what the hell? Hey, my cakes. And we should know that there is at least four times where he's like, lock the doors. And they right. go and lock the doors. Right. right. This will come to play in a second. Right. It doesn't matter. Uh, Elfman, he's he's decided to suit up. He's got the confidence. And he's out on the front porch wearing this ridiculous costume. And uh, But they pull out. He's ready to defend him. But they pull out the mistletoe. And it zaps well, him through the door that's unlocked I, that Sam just mentioned was locked. They He just falls through it. That's and unlocked. then they turn to the door and they're like... I guess we didn't even close that one, let alone lock oh, it. Oh, shit. How many doors are in this house? There was a real fun, like, standoff Western thing. Yeah, the, yeah. Wreath rolling by instead of the tumbleweed. I thought mm-hmm. that was like, oh, that's that's yeah, fine. Kind of cute. And Jeff Combs was doing this just weirdness with, like, high noon, slow. Facial. But he was, like, slouching and slowly gyrating and just kind of, like, head down grumbling. Mm-hmm. Like, he's imagining himself as the worst gunfighter ever and, I think, pulling it off. And he also had the uh, <whistles> sound, but it was set to Jingle Bells. I thought that was fun. Very, uh, Sergio Leone-esque, yeah. but not really. It was just fun for a cheesy Christmas movie. Um. Dad surrenders the chip to the elf doll, or surrenders the chip in the elf doll. The chip was in the elf doll because he's like, I stop zapping that man who I don't know uh, with force powers in my house. Take it outside, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. They're going to ruin my rug. Yeah. Gonna, if he shits, I'm going to be pissed. Get your Easy on. there, Pal- Palpatine. <laughs> Should go back to being a senator when we liked you better, kind of. Because you were still a dick. <laughs> Said the Nabooians. <laughs> the Nabooneese. I don't know what they call people yeah. from Naboo. Nabooneans. Nabooneese. Nabooneese. Uh, so Nabronies. Nabronies. <laughs> All right. So the kids pull off the mistletoe. And uh, in order to get it off, uh, they have to make their new mom kiss their dad. <laughs> And again, it's working. It's keep kissing. <laughs> keep kissing. And then the girl's like, tongues, make out. Grab Dad, get to third base. I can't make the jokes because my kid's there. <laughs> yeah, this is like a heavy petting zoo. Go for the butt, Dad. <laughs> but they are so awkward looking when they kiss. Oh, man, it's worse than it's, it's like borderline Neil Breen. Like they are, they aren't kissing. They are just pushing their lips together. Like relaxed lips, no smoochy, smoochy, just face touching. It's Breen S. It's like there's there's a Hallmark code or something. Yeah, like the comics code or the old Hollywood uh, guild codes that you can't do this. Can't actually kiss. Just just headbutt one another. Just headbutt one another. With your jaws. <laughs> it's a jaw button. <laughs> I mean, it looks bad and uncomfortable. And I'm sorry. I 
yeah, I, I don't know. I think I'd just rather have some stranger kiss me than this. Because, you know, otherwise your teeth are going to get all smashed against your lips. You might cut yourself. Whereas if you make the pucker face, you at least got some padding. You got two layers of. What kind of teeth do you have? Sharp ones. Have you cutting- looked at my grill? <clears throat> I mean, they are jacked up, Jackie. I used, you, you can take, like, instead of, if you're poor, you don't need a cheese shredder. You just shove the cheese right against my mouth, and it just shoots out the other side. Yeah, when we lived in a small town, he wasn't allowed at the yumber, lumber yard because mm-hmm. he would just start chewing on the lumber. It, it felt nice. <laughs> it, felt, it felt like that's where I belonged. It was very instinctually fulfilling. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, dude, you can't do it. Okay. Anyways, so, uh, now Elfman's pissed and he flies off, flies off past the cops. I don't know what he was doing out there. Oh, he gets a costume change. Oh, yeah. He does his own costume. Magic Elfman costume. So the cops are chasing after and he lands in the road and the nabbers, they try to run him over, but he uses magic rocket go-go boots to yeah. push against the van, which causes the battery to die, which isn't a thing. The battery goes dead. That's not how that works. Nope. Uh, I mean, it is an 82 Chevy van, so maybe the battery just went. The alternator went. They didn't know. Coincidentally. <laughs> yeah. It's time, anyways. Hey, you didn't have to do that. That piece of shit was going to break down in about 20 seconds, anyways. Uh, so, he... Uh, Gets out, they fight, he kicks the chip into the air, and it flies into his mouth, and he swallows it. And then uh, he flies into this into a different barn. It's a giant barn. And the fam, they go to help. Or the kids do, but the dad and Amy, they chase after. And uh, they get thrown by the big guy onto each other, and they're like, hi. Hey. She says, is that your Yule Log, or are you just happy to see me? Is a joke I was not allowed to say during this movie because my son was watching. And then he pulls out a Yule log and he's like, <laughs> I'm sorry this isn't my erect penis. Oh, Country Joe, why did I leave you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, the uh, the battle strategy of Elfman is to just sort of fly around the top of the barn and land in mm-hmm. different spots mm-hmm. in order to confuse them or frighten them, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he kind of was like a bat. He's pulling a leprechaun. Now I'm over here. Now I'm yeah. over here. Now I'm over here. Whoa, scary. Uh, well, the kids, they, uh, they're pelting guys with cakes, so they brought the cakes. And What are we... What are we, we get, like, 74? Is that the pound there's, cake there's count so on this? Ca- like, there's no way Grandma brought these many cakes and over time. The kid's like 10. They would At max, there would have been 10 pound cakes. There's too many cakes. Even if you factor in their birthdays, it's too many cakes. Yeah. What is she, celebrating Arbor Day with them? Coming over for all of them? Ah. President's Day. Here's your bunt cake. Thanks, it's Grandma. Aloha Friday. Here's bunt, another bunt cake. Bunt cake. Taco Tuesday! <laughs> Bunt cake. Bunt cakes. <laughs> this one's taco flavored. Yo! That would be so gross. That'd be gross to even get hit by. It'd be great, like one of the French guys like, oh, that one's tacos! <laughs> I hit in the face by a 
pound cake than her bun cake that was tacos. I have chili powder in my eye. <laughs> uh, so the elf man, he rolls a giant evil fruitcake at them. The, the one that she brought earlier that is a puppet. But it becomes super big. And it pushes them out the top barn door. They land in hay. And <clears throat> the cake falls onto them. And they're covered in gross stuff. And the cops pull up and say, you're all under arrest, busters. Yay. And then the criminals cry and say, I never got a present. Mm-hmm. And then the French guy says, I got a toy car, but it was missing a wheel. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to feel sorry for them. Isn't that Leggy's Johnny Legs excuse for being a dick in Violent Light? Just- Something like that. Wants to ruin Christmas because his Christmas is sucked. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. So Elfman, he burps up the chip and everybody's like, yay. And uh, he's like, I got to go, little girl, though. I got to go back to the North Pole and shovel my fair share of reindeer shit. It's my job. It's a tough job and nobody likes it. But man's got to step up and do the hard work sometimes. Now, he's considered like the buff elf <laughs> in town me. because he's. Damn it, you didn't let me finish. <laughs> I knew where you were going. I was trying to cut you off, man. <laughs> I'll never forget you, hot lips. <laughs> and then she's like, I love you, elf man. <laughs> and I laughed so. I didn't laugh out loud at any point, but I laughed pretty fucking I hard laughed. at I love you, elf man, because. <laughs> You're just like, what? Because he, he tells her, he's like, I mean, he gives the speech kind of. She's yeah. crying and he's like, don't worry, little girl. You brought me back for the break. I was about to end it all and slip my wrists in the mirror in the bathtub in your house. But your little speech, you gave me the confidence to go back and tell Santa, I want a raise. Damn it. I love you. <laughs> I love you too, little girl. <laughs> I love you, elf man. Just what? If you ever want to see me again, just wish I'll be there. Like he's fucking Batman. Oh my god! All right, so he flies off, and uh, he writes his logo in the sky, which turns into snow, and then he cleans up their house via magic. They got decorations and presents, and no cakes. They got yummy, tasty food. And uh, they pan this the fireplace, and everybody's got their stockings set up, including Amy, who's, oh, my God, their new mom. She just lives there immediately. She lives there. Immediately. One, not even a date. Just, uh, oh, I should have asked first. I just assumed. Sorry. That's what you did to me. Yeah. You showed up at my house with a stick and a rap sack yeah. and you were like i'm ready to move in no, you don't have a choice in this matter lady i'm living here now is this a christmas movie or am i just a bum <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of the movie questions wait there's i when i'm watching through the credits there's sort of like a wow this song is way too good for this movie even though it's just a shitty christmas song and it was like a oh Oh, no, it was like a half silent night and then half mm-hmm. something else. Mm-hmm. And it was smooth as shit. And I was like, what the fuck is this? So I'm going to have to watch through the soundtrack section. Because I was just counting to see how many um, 
actual crew were going to be on set at one time in any given moment kind of a thing. And uh, I'm like, I got to see who this is. It was Draco Rosa from Benuto. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Hmm. How about that? Uh, okay, questions. Jackie. Uh, I would like to pose, what is the sequel to this? And I'll go first so that you guys can get your sequels ready. Okay. Mine is, Amy moves in, and the very next Christmas, things are not going well. And she's about ready to leave. And she's like, Elfman, save my parent, or save my dad and his girlfriend's relationship. And then he comes and he's like, no, your your dad is gaslighting your new mom. Okay. Like, I can't. I, I can't fix this. And she's like, come on, elf man, do it. And so then he's like, I need you guys to kiss under this mistletoe again to save me. And then that's what brings them finally back together. But he's like, no, I said kiss, not jaw butt. God damn it. <laughs> and there's no like kidnapping or action or Christmas or anything. There's just that. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I would watch uh, that. No, I don't think I'd watch that either. Well, no, the grandma is uh, – the background story around this is that the grandma has gotten lost on the road and there's shenanigans with her picking up hitchhikers and letting them off. And it's ass, grass, or cash from grandma mm-hmm. until she finally shows up at the end and she helps the elf save the marriage. Okay. And she's stoned as shit, and you don't want to hit her with a black light? <laughs> yeah. That's exactly the... Yeah, yeah exactly, Sam. Good. You're, you're seeing my vision. I don't know that the Hallmark's going to air that one. No, but they're not going to air mine, because Hallmark has already canceled the budget for Elfman 2. Uh, they say, we, we need to... We're, we're only making movies about... Uh, City women who are mixed up about their lives and have to move out into the country and marry one of the uh, January 6th guys. Uh, that's that's where we're at. Uh, did you see him take his shirt off? It doesn't matter what he did on January 6th. Those pecs are amazing. That's Hallmark. Uh, instead, Charles Band gets a hold of Elfman and does a Christmas Hollywood or Hollywood Halloween double team to double dip because it's Charles Band. And it's Elfman versus Dollman. With special appearance by Ginger Deadman. By Ginger Deadman. Bam! Ha ha ha! Yes, that's Elfman 2. Also known as Dollman 6. Mm-hmm. It's just whoever you want to put in front. Featuring. And then at the end, they do a rap. With little Nas X. I'll just skip to Elfman 3, Return of Durant. <laughs> about time all right uh my question is did my 10 year old like it and the answer is yes so i was concerned that if i because yeah i was wondering i was like i don't know i don't know if my daughter would like this or not i don't know my son did okay that's good to know because that's gonna Help me later when we're talking about uh, doing and don'ting. Yeah. Sam, questions? What do you ask? I don't know. There's no no. Okay. Well, you asked the big one. Does this movie capture the true spirit of Christmas? I will allow Sam to go first. It says it out loud, 
on the rooftop scene with her and him when she explains to him, which is kind of a strike against it in that respect, that it's just over, like, in exposition dialogue, like, this is the meaning of Christmas. But it doesn't... Which was what? What do they say? That it's about giving and helping and being together. Yeah, but... Okay. But... It doesn't not do that because they like end up to, but it doesn't really, I can't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'll give you a hint. Just because a movie says the true meaning of Christmas doesn't mean that it captures the true meaning of Christmas. That's what I'm saying is that it says that. And I said, because it says it out loud in the dialogue, that that's actually a strike against it in that respect. And then there's like some family stuff that happens here. And I just don't know that it does actually ever capture the true meaning of Christmas. Jackie, you want to argue? No, I don't think that it does. I think these people are really self-centered and everybody's got their own agendas and you know, I I think they say it so that you, you think about it, but that's it. This is what I got that if this, the best that I think that this movie attempts to do is saying that Christmas is fulfilling for is for fulfilling children's wishes. And that is not what happens because we man is not necessary in the plot for that. The cops or the robbers don't show up. None of this happens. None of this shit happens. Amy still shows up and becomes their mom. She was the goddamn linchpin for this whole thing. Like, the kids are like, yay, Amy, you're our mom now at the end of it. Which would have happened at the end of Christmas if they just had a nice dinner together. She's moving in. (laughs) They don't need goddamn Christmas wishes. So the best, the very best I can do that actually does happen is that this movie says you shouldn't work on Christmas Eve. It's the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, you should be getting drunk. That's, I mean, correct. You shouldn't be worried. If you work on Christmas Eve, you're going to get kidnapped. And No, take the night off, bud. His boss was right. But that's a no. This movie does not capture it the true Christmas spirit. Yeah. yeah, it's not. That's it. That's all I got. Uh, streaming news and notes. I mean, uh, uh, final recommendations. Jackie, you go first. No. Okay. Why not? I did not like it. Okay. I thought it was stupid. <laughs> and I don't like Wee Man. Okay. All right. Mm. All right. Sam. Bias. My. Yeah. What I was talking about earlier when I was like, would a kid like this? Because I just don't really, I can't just recommend that you, I I can't recommend that you watch this movie. Okay. I can't. My closest thing, even though I got a real nice laugh out of I love you, elf man. Uh, <laughs> and that Jeff Combs is just awesome all the way through. Was that. Is there a circumstance that I could recommend that you watch this movie? And my circumstance was if you are at Christmas Eve's where somebody has to constantly be playing shit like this, 
would you sneak this in versus mm, the other mm, bullshit? Right, right, right. Other than the hallmark. And I think in that situation, my question was, I don't know if the kids would like it. They might not hang on to it. But nobody's watching the crap anyway, right? right. At least you should have yeah. a better time than you were already having. Right, right. And I think because you said that your son enjoyed it, especially mm-hmm. with the snowboarding, which I was like, that's might be the part that they're not going to like. Uh, I'm like, yeah. If you're going to have to uh, watch Hallmark anyway, and you want to just be like, oh, this one's on streaming. It's not Hallmark, but it's the same thing. We can just pop this in. Or when somebody's like, what do you guys want to watch next? And you're dying Uh of Christmas movie torture, and you know you have to watch something bland and shitty anyway. Uh This one will give you 86 minutes of not that bad. I have never heard a better way to recommend a movie on Stinker Madness than that, Sam. That is the perfect scenario in which you would recommend this movie. Everything else falls short. <laughs> that, that is the perfect scenario to watch this movie. Even if, like, there's a little level of, like, mischievousness in it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's a great recommendation for it. So, yeah, it's a do. You just flip my no to a do yeah. because that is going to happen. That event that you, there's a 99.9% chance that every single one of us are going to find ourselves while we're waiting for the fucking goddamn rolls to get done are watching that fucking movie. And we're like, oh, okay, this one just ended. It's my turn, my turn, my turn, my turn. And you pull the trigger on this and everybody hates you. But when you're driving home at night, you are giggling to yourself inside of your head. And that is the true spirit of Christmas. (laughs) so bam good job sam uh we got a little bit of time so i actually we've we haven't done this in a long fucking time because life has taken control but uh i got bored so i started watching some movies and i've got streaming do's and don'ts starting with uh now the uh, i'm cheating these have all been riff tracks, but I've watched the movies and I can judge them without the riff tracks. Of course, the riff tracks is due, blah, blah, blah. Um, but there's some stuff that I hadn't ever heard of or seen before that I was surprised about. Starting with 1979's Shape of Things to Come. It's a uh, sci-fi movie Sam said out in, in uh, the future. Uh, and it's got Jack Palance in it. Um, Oh, uh, Barry Morse, who you would roll, John Ireland's in it, a bunch of bunch mm. of rounders from about that time. Um, very uh, Galaxy of Terror, and what's the other one? The Planet of Terror and of Forbidden Terror. Galaxy. Forbidden Galaxy. Thank you very much. Similar vein of those, and I've never even heard of the Shape of Things to Come. Uh, it's cheesy. It's bad, but I really I liked it. I thought it was good. No. I mean, not good, For- but. Forbidden Planet and Galaxy of Terror. Yes, there we go. Um, it's uh, based off of an H.G. Wells story. Uh, so, um, yeah, if you get a chance. I can't remember other too much of that. Oh, uh, the the lady, the uh, main, uh, is a good-looking gal from... Uh, uh, she was somebody. Oh, dang it. Now I've lost her because she's... The cast is listed in order of appearance and... Uh, not the order of importance. She was in some TV shows that were big, and I can't remember what they were. But uh, Shape of Things Come is a do, uh, with or without riff tracks. Jackie watched this one from 2006 called The Lichen Colony, which is a extreme budget. Guys got their first iPhone and decided to make a movie, and they're... 
fans of Underworld? No, it's just a shitty werewolf movie. Just a really shitty werewolf movie where like their their best effects is that they had maybe some editing software that could invert the frame to negative, but it's a digital film. So like that's as good as it got is they figured out how to invert. And that's their predator vision. Their werewolf vision is a film negative. Is just one of four parts of crazy nuke, the toaster effect. Okay, there you go. Toaster. Yeah, great. Nuke toaster. Well, no, uh, but my favorite crazy part- nuke involved a lot of other things that were going on. Right, right. Just right. inverting it is just inverting it. That's right. dumb. Uh, it was bad. Jackie? My favorite part was when they had this uh, teenage boy who was going through the change mm-hmm. of becoming a werewolf. Oh, my because God. Because his mom was oh a werewolf, but his dad was not a werewolf. And he was just afraid and sitting in this recliner with a blanket. And then the guy's like, quick, give him some tap water. And she's like, what will that do? And they they make him drink tap water, but the tap water has enough silver in it that it would start him, like, turning back into a person. But he was going to have the DTs, so he had to lay down on the couch and be wrapped and swaddled in a blanket. The werewolf. So that, yeah, the werewolf. So that when he was turning back into a person, he wouldn't get the DTs too bad and die. I like that the teenage werewolf was, like, moopy about it. The whole time, like he wasn't like raw, scary. He just got really hairy. Like he just went through puberty and got like super moopy about it. Like, cool, you guys don't even understand. <laughs> he just <laughs> moop around the house, and they're like, "Oh, he's a werewolf. We got to help him." And he's just this hairy dog boy. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't cover any of this in Teen Wolf. <laughs> Stop looking at my full body pubes. <laughs> uh i will say that uh i absolutely hated it and i have not given one star to a movie in about eight years and this one got one star i'm not generous with my one star reviews there's like four of them out there and Lycan colony is a one star film do not watch uh next up sam did you know about this this is not a stinker but in 2022 they remade, or they didn't remake, they made a Fletch sequel with John Hamm as Erwin Fletcher. I did not know Nobody that. Nobody knew about it! What the hell? And I'm like, this has got to be terrible. Nobody fucking knew about this. I watched it and I laughed my ass off the whole time. It was a Fletch movie. It was good. It wasn't like as good as Fletch. It was about as good as Fletch Returns. But it was still- Fletch Lives. Fletch Lives. It was still good. Like, what the fuck, man? This is a Fletch movie. And it's not a Fletch movie starring fucking Army Hammer, which isn't a guy anymore. It's a, it's goddamn John Hamm. Nobody knew about it. Uh, huh. Confess uh, Fletch is what it's called. It's on Prime. Check it out. It's good. People, More people should be talking about it. And then I watched The Fablemans. And I was extremely fucking disappointed. Everybody loved it. What's the, what's that? It's a Spielberg self oh. thing that was a best picture nom last year. You're, everybody remembers the Fablemans, but we forgot about the Fablemans. It's just his bio of his youth. It's the, the 
story of Sam Raimi. Yeah, you like making pictures and you got cute about it, Steven Spielberg. And like Michelle Williams is in it and she's fucking amazing. Uh because she's Michelle Williams. Because she's not yeah, that doesn't but that doesn't make there's no plot. Like it's just there, there's it, there's nothing that happens, nothing, and I can't believe it was even nominated. I did not like the Fablemans, and I think it's probably his worst movie in thirty years. The guy has been on just a constant like he, one of these has got to be not thirty years. He made fucking Crystal Skull. It's his worst movie since Crystal Skull. There's just nothing. There's nothing to be gained from it unless you're a fucking. Spielberg cokehead, which you can just infer everything that happens in this movie by knowing Steven Spielberg's good at making movies. Mm-hmm. Except for when he has to talk about himself. And it's just like this, like, oh, I wanted to tell the story about how my mom and I's relationship. Then write it fucking down and put it in a book, Steven. It's what everybody fucking else does. That's that's when you get a bottle of wine and read about it in the bathtub, not watch a fucking three-hour movie about it. God that's- damn it really interesting that it even happened because of the story behind ready player one and how much of ready player one the book is a love letter to all of steven spielberg's work and he took all of that out and made it more towards kubrick and other films that he liked that weren't his yeah no this is just him as a kid making films 38 or 8 millimeter stuff fine great you know that's cool but it's not a movie I don't know. I didn't like it. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, there was some there was some anti-Semitic stuff in there that he covered, and yeah, that's appropriate now. But uh, wasn't the whole movie? It was just this little blip. And then, like he like, there was this high school prom scene at the end where he like, yeah, I'm on. I I figured out how to talk to the jocks, and st- yeah, it was. Uh, I didn't like it. Uh, don't do the Fablemans. Do uh, something else. Do the killing on Netflix. Oh yeah. I've been curious about the killer. Yes. That's, uh, oh, God, somebody that I like. Fassbender. Yeah, Fassbender's the in killer? it. The killer? The yeah. killer, yeah. Who okay. directed that? I'll let you go, and then I'll I'll go, because I watched that one, too. Fincher, right? Yeah. Fincher directed that. Fincher directed it. Okay, go ahead. Jackie, you start. Um, I watched it, and it's about a guy who's a contract killer who messes up, and when you mess up as a contract killer, they're supposed to kill you so you don't go home you just start a new life but he goes home and his girlfriend has been beat up and raped Mm -hmm. and so he goes after vengeance for the contract killers that were contracted to kill him okay and against the company that he worked for does he shoot a lot of people in the face no okay so it's not john wick all right good yeah no um it's a slow starter, but then when things start to happen, it's uh, it's pretty damn interesting. I really liked okay. it. Jackie gives it a do. Sam? I loved it um, because it's not John Wick and because it's very it's something very specific that I would generally tend to say that as a filmmaker, you shouldn't really try to make a movie like a movie that you love that much because you'll probably miss because you're going to end up regurgitating. Mm -hmm. 
And what the killer is, even the poster has allusions to it with the hat and he wears the fishing cap for a little bit, is it is a soft and fond love letter to the Jean-Pierre Melville film Les Samurai. Okay. Which is a very dark and plotting picture, but it's not a regurgitation at any point. It has that feel. It has that idea, but it doesn't have the same plot course, nor does it have the same ending. And it adds just enough wacko. Like there is one fight scene in the middle that dials up high and then the movie comes back down. And I thought going in, I was like, Oh, I'm hoping I, I'm, I'm, I'm usually good with Fincher. This is dangerous ground. And he navigated that ability to have homage and original at the same time on a level that I haven't seen in a while. I really, really liked it. And if you've never seen Les Samurai, you got to read it. It's pretty slow, but it's fucking awesome. All right. That's yeah. It's it's one of those ones that it, it just stuck with me. I've been sitting on it, and I'll get to it this week. I promise. Uh, that's your show, guys. Next week on the on the podcast is Checky's Sam's pick for Christmas time. He probably doesn't have anything dialed up. Oh, I do. Oh boy, doesn't look it? happy. We'll see. Most likely, there's there's finalists. I have two finalists here, but there's there's a very good likelihood that there's really only one finalist. And it's every Christmas has a story starring Lori Laughlin, so that we can actually stare oh into the dark heart oh of the Hallmark Christmas oh in its full fucking effect oh and see goodness. what we think. Oh, save me, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. It's, I bet I'm going to love it's it. It's Christmas time. Come down and take me, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> There's also My Santa with Matt Lawrence, which is supposed to be like, it doesn't make so much sense that it makes you angry. But like, <laughs> after this one, I'm kind of like, you know what? We've never done this. And these are shit. They're shit movies. So we just got to like, see what compromises American academics for the sake of Christmas movies. Spe- speaking of which, I will, uh, final thought. I will say that Elfman was better than what I was expecting. Not good. But it was yeah. better than what I was expecting. One to two stars. It's clearly a four. So yeah. good job, guys. <laughs> okay. I doubt Lori Laughlin will make it to a three or a four. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Uh, have a great week and get to the chopper. <laughs>